We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir? Yes, no. No? Sir, sir uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by No, it's not fun anymore, not even a little bit. Just look at that, he hit the fall. That gets a free steak. <laughs> you having fun yet? Oh, yeah, I'm having a blast. Thanks. Good. All right, welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the sports movie podcast brought to you by Blue Wire Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Banduho. It is our first episode of May and uh, something that the Patreon group knows, something I'm not sure I've made known uh, in other episodes and in recent episodes of the show. I am out of the country right now. You are listening to this. I am not here. Uh, this is a, a pre-recorded episode. It's going to be a long overdue patron's choice episode with some fun topics and a patron's mailbag and of course this being a patron's picked episode means that it's sponsored by classic stadium fire laser cut stadium models the coolest piece of sports memorabilia for your office man cave she shed or really wherever they fit in every room of your house classic stadium fire creator andy losick recreates sports venues from little league to the big leagues as 3d laser cut and engraved models hand assembled from finish maple these can be custom. There's great options on the Etsy shop. Like I got a, a copy of Rosenblatt Stadium here in my office, but anything is on the table. You got a favorite concert venue, your alma mater's basketball arena. Hell, ask him about a minor league baseball stadium and he can do it. It's the perfect Mother's Day or Father's Day gift. You can find Classic Stadium Fire on Etsy.com. It's going to be linked here in the show notes, but Etsy.com slash Classic Stadium Fire and use promo code BigScreen to save 10% off today. Now, along with our episode sponsor, need to shout out our big chill producer level patrons. That is Aaron Figueroa, Mike Schubert, Steve Rogers, Kevin Frost, Mike D, Ryan Yeager, Mike Dries, James Kolewski, Chris Mykoski, Andrew Teagle, John Craig, Sam Smith, and of course, Classic Stadium Fire, the sponsor to all our patrons, movie and patrons choice episodes. Big thanks to them and all of our patrons for supporting the show. I I am eternally grateful. Um, I, I guess a patron's choice episode is a good time to to say this. Eternally grateful for everyone who supports the show, whether you're a patron or not. But um, you know, shout out to the patrons, the folks who have gone to Patreon.com/slash/BigScreenSports, who they get a say in what this show covers. Patrons of any you know any any level get to vote on um, you know on episodes that we cover. They get ad free episodes, sometimes early drops at certain tiers. You get stickers, and you get to keep this show rolling. 
You also get to participate in these Patrons' Choice episodes and mailbags. This one is going to be a hybrid because we're so overdue. When I first started the Patreon, um, Patrons' Choice episode doing one a month made sense. Now it's kind of been spaced out, but this is going to be a Patrons' Choice on the front end, little mailbag on the back end. Since it's been a while, a little refresher on Patrons' Choice. Our patrons throw out some sports movie topics, and we get their feedback, their takes, because this show is it's almost exclusively my takes a lot of the time, me and a guest, so it's time for the patrons to get their say, and I'll chime in with my own as well. First topic of this episode comes from patron Zachary Shelton, which I thought was a great question. It was something he he posed actually in the Facebook group, and I told him, you know, throw it out in the Patreon, because this is um, it's a great idea for a Patrons' Choice episode. Most underrated and overrated sports movies. So I and by any definition, really, by by your definition, I'm going to get to mine at the end of this topic. A couple of the the patrons came for blood on this one, uh, specifically James Kowalewski and Zachary Shelton, the guy who who poses question, who both listed the Sandlot as overrated. Listen, I get it. Might not be for everyone. I love the Sandlot. The fireworks, the 4th of July scene in the Sandlot, the nostalgia of the movie, um, some great moments. It's endured for, you know, for 30 years. But again, this is this is y'all's criteria. This is the patron's criteria. So I'm, I'm not faulting anyone. I just love that movie. Um, I, was, I was just just stunned. But uh, some over other overrated takes. Aaron Figueroa has Rookie of the Year in Any Given Sunday is overrated. Two, as different as two movies can be, Rookie of the Year. I think Rookie of the Year sucks. Um, I, I fully agree. I think I think Rookie of the Year is super overrated. I think a lot of people from my generation hold it into a very high regard because of you know the childhood nostalgia of it. And I know I'm, I'm you know I I'm beating this dead horse like crazy because I say this all the time. Any Given Sunday is interesting. Uh, I think that has the best coach speech in sports movie history, at least like a top five. Um, so that's that's an interesting call there. Uh, Patty Houlihan has Million Dollar Baby and Jerry Maguire, which is interesting. Again, two movies that Million Dollar Baby at the time, you know, it wins Best Oscar, uh, the Best Picture, the Best Picture Oscar. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but that movie, like the, the back half is a fucking bummer. It's not a movie that I like to revisit. Um, Jerry Maguire is one that that has has endured again in a way. It's got all those quotable lines. I I always go back to the best part of Jerry Maguire is all of the Cuba Gooding Jr. of it all. I guess um, the and I think I mean I covered this movie way back when. It's actually probably one I'd like to revisit uh, down the road. But the 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 romantic relationship at the center of Jerry Maguire, especially upon rewatching it as an adult with an idea, at least I hope a better idea of what romantic relationships and marriage should be. Um, you know, that, that movie doesn't, doesn't do it for me as much as it used to in a lot of ways, but uh Cuban Jr. is still awesome. But um, now for, for underrated, much more, much more pleasant. Uh, th- this category was thrown up kind of late notice. So not as many of the patrons chimed in on this one. Um, but uh, I am, again, we've got, you know, uh, anytime we throw up a patron choice category, I would, the more the merrier, really. Um, but for underrated Zachary Sheldon, these movies I know, you know, I know he loves. He's posting about them all the time. Borg versus McEnroe, uh, shout out Shia, Eddie the Eagle, and the greatest game ever played. Now, the greatest game ever played is probably my biggest failure ever to to the patrons. Uh, the first actually patrons movie of the month, the first movie that they ever nominated 
and voted in was greatest game ever played. And I'll go a little inside baseball here. I had a great guest lined up, someone who is um, great, a great golf content maker, I guess I will say. He, he's someone who's, whose content I've admired for, for years. I was super pumped about it, and we have just not been able to make the schedule work. He's been crazy busy. He's had a lot going on for, for months, and it's something that um, I, I'm kind of holding out for that. I'm kicking the can down the road. I, I do owe the patrons this movie, and I, I will cover it this year, even if I do not have the uh, the same guest. But um, yeah, the greatest game ever played is, is really good. Uh, Disney kind of had that nice little run for like 15 years or so with, with sports movies, you know, from like starting from like Titans all the way through McFarland, USA, some really good stuff in there. And, that, and that's right in there. Um, James Kowalewski and Aaron Figueroa also, they had Eddie. They both had Eddie as underrated, a movie that truthfully I've never seen. I know about it. I know Whoopi Goldberg, the Knicks, Frank Langella, when I think her and him and uh, Whoopi Goldberg were uh, married or a couple or something, um, you know, the patrons keep me honest. They, you know, I've never seen it. It's something I need to cover. It's something I'm going to cover, something I need to watch. Um, but they both have it as underrated. That kind of, that, that piques my interest a little bit more than beforehand. Um, I'm sure I, I know I'm going to get a message from both of them in our, our big screen sports discord or on Instagram about this movie as soon as they listen to this. So I, I'm, I'm very interested. Sell me on it. You two, if you're listening, sell me on it. Um, they also both had little big league is underrated, which like getting into my most underrated. That's, that's the one there's, there's, there's a couple more. I got a couple more suggestions, but it's really good. It holds up. I, again, I I've said this a million times on this show, but for a movie that from our childhood that holds up, it gets overshadowed by rookie of the year. But I think, you know, I think little big league is awesome. James also had Forget Paris uh, and The Program. The Program, I think it's of a time. I think James is a big, he's a big high school football guy, big football guy. That makes sense. Um, the Program, you know, in my episode, I think last year with Barton Simmons, now of Vanderbilt Football, uh, the Program tries a lot of things. Some land, some don't land at all. James Kahn just taking a paycheck, which like, We've all done it. We've all taken a paycheck that uh, that, we, that we might not have put full effort into. Um, and, and Jimmy Conn had a few of those in the 90s. Aaron Figueroa, he had Eight Men Out. And the thing the thing about Eight Men Out, Eight Men Out is a really good baseball movie. I think, unfortunately for it, it just gets lost in, in the mess. Because it comes out right in the late 80s. It comes out around Bull Durham and Field of Dreams and Major League and A League of Their Own. And it's not quite as good or at least remembered as well as those baseball movies. And so it, it gets shuffled to the side, but it actually does a really good job. You know, shout out Cusack. Uh, Aaron also had bring it on, which I was bringing on was one of the first movies I ever covered on the show. Probably needs something I need to revisit, but it was, um, I had never, I think I'd maybe seen it once or I had never seen it. I can't remember, but I was pleasantly surprised. You know, it's a teen comedy from the late nineties, had some stuff that didn't age well, but I, I actually really, really enjoyed it. So, um, you know, I would love to revisit that. Uh, Patty Houlihan, my guy Patty, uh, he stands Everybody Wants Some, just like me. He has that as underrated. I, I do as well. Um, everyone go see it. Link later. Glenn Powell, movie fucking rocks. He also had The Damned United, which I think is still on Netflix. He had Over the Top, shout out Stallone, and then Kingpin, which I Kingpin still to me is is hysterical. Woody Harrelson, Randy Quaid. 
Um, Kingpin's a movie I would like to cover this year at some point. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Kingpin. Um, for some of mine, another underrated one I want to shout out is is Warrior. Also want to shout out Sugar. Something about one word sports movies. Uh, movies I've talked about a lot in the show. Uh, both covered on this show. Warrior, Tom Hardy, Joel Edgerton, Nick Nolte. That one, it has a little more buzz now. It's almost like getting to cult classic here. It really needs to go on a Netflix run. But, um, you know, I, I think just top to bottom, incredible performances, incredible sports action. Gavin O'Connor, the God, um, amazing stuff. And then Sugar, you know, I've I've talked this one to death too, but as much an immigrant story as a baseball story, one of the you know, one of the greatest baseball movies, at least a top three baseball movie last 30 years for me. Um, incredible, incredible stuff. Sugar. Um, for me, overrated movies, it kind of comes down to what's rewatchable in a way. I would say that as a rewatchable movie, and listen, don't kill me for this. Rocky is actually kind of overrated. Rocky's really slow. It's a lot slower than all the others. It's, it's good. I get it. The fight's still exciting. It gave us this underdog genre, but it's, it is fucking slow, man. Like Rocky, you've got to be in the mood for Rocky. You can't throw it on cable. So that's that's all I'm saying there. I also think 42 wasn't uh, wasn't the triumph that a lot of people thought it was. Um, it was kind of half baked for me. I love Chadwick Boseman, but but 42 uh, not it for me. So um, before we get into our next category and then into the mailbag, let's take a quick ad break. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, we're back. So this next topic uh, was suggested way back in January, on January 23rd. Uh, it's how long it's been since we've we've solicited some topics and some some options for patron choice. And this one didn't get as much steam as I wish it as I wish it had. Um, and I think that's that's probably because of the irregularity of these. But uh, Mike D, patron Mike D, suggested the best sporting event that got worked into the plot of a rom com because we were doing rom com month back in February. This would have been very timely, uh, you know, four four months ago or so, five or three months ago. Um, but I, I love the topic, so I, I wanted to use it. Um, Mike D didn't actually, he didn't, uh, he didn't, didn't chime in, but it, it is a great topic. Um, Aaron Figueroa did uh, Keith Hernandez's error in a random 1987 game becoming a major plot device in Seinfeld's The Boyfriend. Seinfeld, I mean, worked in the, the sports references of Seinfeld. In fact, I believe I did an episode maybe last year, maybe two years ago with Scott Reinen, a Bronx pinstripes talking about 
Um, it was either the Yankees references in Seinfeld or the baseball references in Seinfeld, but something like that. Um, and I'm Seinfeld's great for that. So Danny Weiser, uh, by the way, Danny Weiser and Ty McGowan, uh, fellow patron Ty McGowan. So Danny and Ty, both patrons do a podcast, the rank Kings. Uh, I've, I've shouted them out in our last episode, going to shout them out again. One of my favorite shows, uh, essentially they, they get on and they do top 10 lists, top 10 rankings of, of anything I've been on for baseball movies. Um, I've been on for crimes. I'm the go-to crimes guy over there. And then a guest judges the, uh, the, the list. It's a really fun podcast. Go check it out. But, uh, Danny said the Buckner error being played on a loop is the funniest part of fever pitch, which he's not wrong. Uh, if, if you remember it is Fallon when he's sitting in the, in the, uh, in the recliner and like a wing coma. We've all been in a wing coma, you know, you know, the type, but he's got the aluminum foil on the windows and his face is, is messy. It's covered in chicken wings. Um, it just incredible. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of, of that scene. And I, I think fever pitch going back to underrated sports movies. I mean, I know it's more of a rom-com fever pitch is underrated. Fallon and Barrymore had something going on. I, I listen there. You can do a lot worse than that movie. I really like fever pitch. And then um, Zach Rich said two scenes I can't get over is the touch football scene in Wedding Crashers, which is like all-time comedy scene. You talk about, I mean, think of Bradley Cooper now. Think of Bradley Cooper then. Uh, he, he was pretty new to most of us, and he's just lighting up Vince Vaughn in a football scene. That, that one's a great one. And then uh, Football Family in the Wedding Ringer. Um, you know, and Zach, Zach points out the, you know, the irony of two wedding two wedding movies and uh you know football scenes but that's a good one. I want to give a shout out to the baseball scene and set it up. A movie we covered in Romcom month. Um set it up is, you know, Glenn Powell and in in Zoe Zoe Deutsch and they're at a Yankees game. They get Lucy Liu and Tay Diggs to kiss. It's a lot of fun. Uh the announcers get I guess I mean it's not the announcers, it's the film editors. Uh, have Andrew Benintendi announced and Raphael Devers is hitting. So that's a very memorable moment. But as far as rom-com sports scenes, that is a, a very, very good one. Huge fan of that. Um, but yeah, th- this was a category that deserved more love. And again, patron's choice in general deserves more love. It is something that I want to bring back into the rotation more regularly, especially now that the, the Patreon group is going. We have the Discord to, to solicit answers and stuff like that for so. Um, definitely more of this moving forward, more of these patrons choice episodes. And if you're a patron, I am not going to spoil it, but if, if you're a patron, you know, this already, and you know, you listening, you have the chance to be a patron can participate in something really, really cool for next week's episode, which I am really looking forward to. So, uh, tune in next week for that. If you're not a member of the Patreon, but, um, finally getting into a mailbag. Um, I don't know if I've ever done a mailbag on this show, um, put the call out for patrons mailbag on questions, anything really um, questions about sports movies, questions about podcasting questions about this show in particular. Um, just want to throw it out there. Give the, give the patrons a chance to, uh, to bounce some stuff off me. Um, you know, again, more, more getting their feedback and stuff. Want to see how this goes. So the patrons chimed in with a few questions. So we're going to kind of wrap this episode with that. Aaron Figaro started off. He said, if you could merge two movies together, cast, subject, et cetera, what two movies would it be? I um, mean, he gave he gave his pick, which it is it's hard to argue with me with this pick because it's it's perfect. See, I'd say Bull Durham and Major League. Jake Taylor and Crash Davis having a beer 
Rick Vaughn making Nuke Lelouch a juvenile delinquent, Serrano in the Bulls' first baseman sacrificing that live chicken. That is the match made in heaven, really. Um, both those movies came out within a year of each other. That's that's a really good time. Um, it is hard to think of something better than that, frankly. But hear me out here with two movies we've talked about tonight. The Sandlot and Little Big League. Because in Little Big League, Billy Haywood has has his friends, and he's he's kind of ignoring his friends um, toward towards the middle of the movie. It's one of the conflicts. What if his friends are the Sandlot Sandlot kids? And at first, it's great that Billy's you know Billy's running the twins, but he he starts you know he starts ignoring his friends. They only have you know Benny likes it when they have nine, so he can play all all nine positions. They only have eight now. He misses their game against the rival team. What about those and it, those movies coming out right along the same time, same age groups, everything like that? So what about that? Uh, you get the the kids from the Sandlot taking the infield in in the Metrodome, getting to play, you know, getting to hit Fungo and getting to play that little game in the Metrodome. That sounds like a good time to me. That's um that's about the best I could come up with. I thought about merging Rocky and Creed in some way. Um, you know, maybe like a, a bad Creed sequel. Frankly, is uh is Adonis decides, you know, I'm, I'm done with boxing. I'm going to try to, you know, go for MMA. He runs into Tommy Reardon fresh out of, uh, do you, I assume you go to like regular jail. If you, uh, if you, if you desert your unit, like military jail, here's my dog. I'm not even going to edit that out. There was my dog giving a nice shake. I think you could hear her collar. Um, but yeah, a Creed and warrior shout out or uh, merge would be kind of fun. Another fun option with like talented cast, you know, fun character stuff like that is if you combine the fish that save Pittsburgh with white man can't jump kind of similar vibes, but not, but not totally. Um, that, that would be a fun one too, but this is, this is a fun exercise. Um, I could, I like the concept of just thinking that, you know, mashing these up the Sandlot mashed up with bad news bears. How about that? That's a great one too. This next question is from patron Zachary Sheldon, who chimed in earlier with that great patron's choice topic. He said, what is a sports movie that you wish you could erase from your memory so that you can enjoy seeing it for the first time again? So I have, I have two, two answers on this. Actually, I have a billion answers on this. Like, I would love to see um, Bull Durham again. I would love to see Creed again. I, I would actually, I would specifically love to see the first fight in Creed again, the one that's the, the single camera shot. Um, that one, like, threw me. I, I wish I had seen it in a theater, too. That would have that actually been one. I wish I could erase seeing it on my couch in my house and see it in a theater. That would have been the move. Um, but one I go back to is, and this is, it might be a nostalgia thing, but I wish I could go see Miracle again. It was a really big deal. I was familiar with the, the Miracle on Ice and stuff like that, but I didn't know a whole lot about it. I was an, you know an early teenager, went to go see it with my entire little travel baseball team, and Miracle was a big deal. For kids who played sports, it was a big deal. I mean, way too many coaches started trying to to be her Brooks, but that one I remember it was such. And again, it goes back to Gavin O'Connor, the the sports scenes. He gets a ton of ice skaters and you know actual hockey players, and you know recreates that game and the intensity and stuff like that. And I remember as far as a theater sports movie experience, that was as good as it gets, honestly. Um, I can't think of a, a seeing a sports movie in a theater. And like, frankly, in my life, I haven't seen a lot of these sports movies for the first time in theaters. The ones we talk about a lot. Um, 
you know, the first time I saw dodgeball was really memorable. Um, you know, as one, I remember where I was when I saw it, it was right in that, you know, that, that comedy run of the two thousands, but it's not, it's not really the same. Cause you think about stuff that's come out in the last 15 years, a lot of it, um, you know, besides like Moneyball, a lot of this stuff is stuff like warrior. Everybody wants some and stuff. You, most people caught on DVD or streaming. Um, so that's kind of a, that's kind of the, the, the theater experience. I wish I could, I could bring back or erase from my memory and enjoy seeing it again for the first time. Um, there, there's a lot of them cause there's really nothing like seeing a movie for the first time. Like this isn't a, um, sports movie, but, uh, inception is one of my favorite theater experiences ever. Um, seeing that for the first time, just have my mind absolutely blown by what the fuck was going on. Um, the, the sounds of the theater, how loud intense it was like that, that would be, um, you know, that one is right up there. Uh, I think a lot of sports comedies too, major league. I wish I could watch for the first time again and just like experience that. Like I'm sure I still find major league funny, but I'm sure like guttural laughs would, would be had with, with major league. That one, um, would be a lot of fun to, to revisit with fresh eyes. Um, this is a great question. I think about this all the time, like in full, full nerd thing. I wish I could read the Harry Potter books again. Um, for the first time because of how special that was, especially when I was reading them as a child, knew absolutely nothing about JK Rowling or what was problematic about those books. But, um, yeah, that, that one for me, that was a, that was a really good one. Uh, really good question. Uh, really, you know, it, it's a fun exercise. I would love to hear, um, if you're listening to this, if you're a patron or not chime in, um, I, I would love to hear what movies that you folks would like to, you know, to erase your memory so that you could see again for the first time. Uh, great question, Zachary Shelton. Great, great question. This next question might have been uh, the, the funniest question I got in a way. Zach Rich, patron Zach Rich, asked, is there a particular reason your profile picture in the Discord is Michael Goob Yagubian from Meet the Robinsons? Um, for those who aren't familiar, this question needs a little bit of context. So we have a big screen sports Discord channel. If you're in the Patreon and haven't joined it and you're someone who uses Discord, Go check that out. Join the Discord channel. We're we're growing rapidly, I would say. Um, you know, compared compared to where we used to be. Um, so I in in that my profile picture is a picture of Goob from Meet the Robinsons. If you're not familiar with Meet the Robinsons, it is a uh, animated feature film. Um, it, I think it's Disney, but it's not Pixar. It's one of those. Um, and Goob is uh, the the main character whose name I can't even remember. Um, he is his like roommate, uh, at, at an orphanage and he, it's just like a meme. And it's something that the picture of him is something that I think is the funniest thing ever because it, it's him in a full baseball uniform with very tired eyes because the character had been up all night. Um, but it is my favorite response to anything where it's just like the most exasperated looking face. I think it's the funniest meme on Twitter. I will, I will plant that flag. No one else does. I use it all the time. It gets very little response. I think it's hilarious. So I used it as my background or my profile picture on the Discord. I find that so funny. So, so funny. Um, so it is a, I use it as my profile picture, I guess, to answer the question for me. That is a big old M-E thing. I am a, a huge fan of that meme. More people should use it. Couple questions to wrap up from Mike Drees. He had a he had a couple character actor related ones that I thought were were kind of fun exercises. Um, one is if you could recast a character in a sports movie, 
which he says, which I feel is impossible, what would you choose? I guess the easy answer would be taking out a lot of the the characters who couldn't play, like the the main actor, the the guy who plays the number two pick in Trouble with the Curve. Like that's kind of an easy answer. I don't think it saves that movie, but it makes it a lot better with um you know with someone who could play. I think uh, that so stuff like that kind of kind of stands out. Um, it it is hard because you know do you take something like like Trouble with a Curve, where it's a movie you don't really like and need a lot of help. Do you recast someone there? Do you take one of your favorites? But if like if you take one of your favorites, who do you recast? It's your favorite for a reason, you know? It's kind of a kind of an interesting catch twenty two in that regard. Hear me out here. If you recast Kelly Preston in For Love of the Game, actually, you know what? It's not her fault. That movie's not her fault. Um, I, I think the love story goes, goes kind of bland with really with anyone in, uh, in for love of the game. Um, you know what? Actually, I've got it. A movie that was talked about earlier, the program. Um, Craig Sheffer is Joe Kane. Joe Kane is supposed to be our Heisman winning quarterback. We, we gotta have someone who's got a little more seem plays the part a little more seems more of like a Heisman trophy potential Heisman trophy winning quarterback um you know has that that magnetic charisma that you you look for um kind of like a guy who someone's like a Cam Newton someone someone in that regard um so you know around that time you know could you Keanu's probably a little bit too old um but he you know he's played quarterbacks before uh, Swayze's probably too old. Am I, I'm maybe I'm just, I'm ripping with, with point break right here, but someone like that, like someone like Swayze who has the, um, guys want to be him. Girls want to be with him. It's gotta be that. I think, uh, that, that would be, that would be who I'd recast. And that might, might not absolve the program of its sins, but it would certainly pick the movie up. So th- this last one, I'm, I'm going to finish with it because it's kind of, it's also a fun exercise. It's something something fun to think about for the mailbag. Mike asked, sports characters I love in a sports role in their favorite non-sports movie role, which my first thought was, and it's kind of an open question to people listening. I would love to hear thoughts. What is the best Kevin Costner role that is not a sports movie? it's kind of hard to think about. It's not, I mean, I guess if you are a fan of Yellowstone, it's that you're, you're going into, into that. Maybe it's the untouchables, a movie that I don't, I don't love. Um, and I don't love Costner in it. I think the, the, the best part of that, that movie is Sean Connery. Um, what is, you know, is it JFK? Is it dances with wolves? I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, cause like I, you look at the other, you know, the other roles of Bull Durham, uh, you know, Nuke Lelouch, Tim Robbins, Andy Dufresne and Shawshank. That's easy. Uh, Susan Sarandon, um, the client. I don't know if, uh, I, I like the client a lot because I, I really like the book, the client, but that's, you know, there's always that, there's kind of that quick association, Tom Berenger in major league, you know, Jake Taylor, uh, him and him and uh, in platoon, he's incredible. Same with uh, Charlie Sheen. With Charlie Sheen, it's like, you know, it, there's Rick Vaughn in Major League, but uh, you know, 
him and him and platoon he's he's great in platoon but like um honestly like two and a half men he's great uh i don't know where everyone is on um hot shots but charlie sheen is is great in hot shots um that's a fun one though kind of shift that conversation into what is the best kevin costner role that is not a sports movie and i'm gonna leave it there because we actually we're gonna have an episode coming up in the next few weeks don't have it exactly planned out um, we're going to have a guest on kind of talking about Costner's life, Costner's career outside of sports movies. Um, next next week's episode is also, it's going to be a solo episode. It's not going to be like this. It's going to be something a little different, um, something pretty patron involved, something I'm excited about. If you want to tune, you know, if you want to check out what that's going to be, tune into the Patreon or join, you know, join the Patreon, check that out, participate in, in next week's episode. Um, you know, patrons get scheduling updates so they, they know what's going down when I know when it's going down. Um, then after that, the month of May, we have some heaters on deck. Uh, the patrons have picked up one. that's going to be a good episode. And then, um, you know, getting the gang back together, some of our favorite guests talking over some, some movies that if you've been listening the past few weeks, you probably have an idea of what's coming up. I'm pretty excited. Uh, appreciate everyone who has listened to this solo episode, who has joined the Patreon, who has supported the show, who has shared Uh, and who tunes in every Monday. We'll catch you in a week. Thanks for listening. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.